Welcome to You Monster, a comedy podcast where we explore the weird, funny, and sometimes sexy parts of all your favorite monsters. I'm Rob Bullock, your skeptical guide. And I'm Tyler Wolfman Church. You're something. You're something. You you sure are something, Tyler. Thanks, Robbo. You're welcome. Don't call me Robbo. Not on the podcast. <laughs> Let's not make that a thing. <laughs> too late <laughs> but uh, it's actually ass but is culo yeah i'd never say that one <laughs> well this episode is about something that i don't know what it is because tyler won't tell me but i was told that it's similar to bigfoot yes we're going to edit in our first ever test episode of you monster with me and Thomas. Yeah, up until this point, it was just a, a little sweet recording just for me. Yeah. It's real dumb, real bad, probably. I don't know. I mean, it's not it's not so bad. I mean, quality wise, you're you're definitely gonna notice when it changes. But <laughs> <laughs> my audio my audio shouldn't be too bad. I had the same microphone that I had. Yeah, right but you now. were talking into the wrong direction. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that hasn't changed until like the past two episodes. Two maybe. episodes. No. Just one. Just one. <laughs> <sighs> Rob, do you remember do you remember talking about Bigfoot's locations in yes. the test episode? Yes. Are we talking about the Illinois Bigfoot? We are not. Oh. Well, l- let's listen to that bit here. Insert bit here. Hopefully that works out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm right right now. I'm looking at a a map, and it has a bunch of different of of the United of North America. A map of North America, and it has a bunch of the states on there and all the territories, and it's showing what states have. Uh, there, there have been sightings for of of Bigfoot. Do you want to guess some? Uh, let me guess. Yeah, uh, the upper part of California. California, yes, yes. Um, there's eight states that there have been uh, lots of Bigfoot sightings in. So, is Washington one of them? Yes, Washington is one of them. Trying to think of the state that's between. There's no state between Washington and California, is there? Yeah, there is. Oregon. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it. That. Is it Oregon? Is Oregon yes. on that list? Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. So I got three. So five more. Yep. I'm gonna jump to the East Coast and say Vermont. Wrong. Damn it. Uh, is Illinois in there? Yes, it is. Oh! <laughs> There's Bigfoots in our backyard, Thomas. I think I know where, too. I think it's like... um, And then Wisconsin? Nope. Damn. Pennsylvania? Nope. Ooh. I got four out of the eight, so I'm proud. What is it? Other ones. Michigan. Okay. Ohio. Florida. And Texas. Okay, Florida and Texas are the oddballs of that entire thing. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) 
There's the it's the island. There's the beach Bigfoot. He lives on the beach. Ah, like drinking and Bernie's, drinking my ties, <laughs> surfing, soaking up the sun, hanging tan. Beach Bigfoot. <laughs> so, as you listeners just found out, but Rob still hasn't found out because I obviously can't just play the episode for you. We're going to be talking about Beach Bigfoot. Beach Bigfoot. And by Beach Bigfoot, that's not a real name for him. Was this the Louisiana one? This is the Florida one. The Florida one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. His real name is not Beach Bigfoot. It is the Skunk Ape. The Skunk Ape. Otherwise known as Swamp Cabbage Man, Swamp Ape, (laughs) Stink Ape. Louisiana. Oh, I guess it also is in Louisiana. Yeah, and Mayaka ape. Mayaka ape. Uh, my my personal favorite portmanteau of this list is swamp squatch. Swamp squatch. And just Mayaka skunk ape. Okay, so right off the bat, here's what I'm thinking it is. I hope that it is similar to this, but I'm picturing classic Bigfoot. But black fur, white line down his his back, chasing other monkeys around because he thinks they're also skunk apes and very Pepe Le Pew style, <laughs> style cartoon. He even came with a French accent. Yeah. Which I'm not going to do because I don't have a good French accent. Uh, actually, the... The origin of the skunk ape, it, it was mostly like in the 60s and 70s is when most of the rumors started. Okay. But the the main the main story that led to it becoming a widely known thing was 26 years later after. After uh, what? The, after like the main spread oh. of okay. yeah. skunk ape. Sorry. So 26 – no, you're fine. 26 years later in the autumn of 2000 – the police of Sarasota County, Florida, received a letter from an anonymous woman. Wait, so she was an anonymous woman, but she put that, I don't want to give you my name, but let me tell you, yes. I'm a woman. She, ex- <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, that was important. I guess, I guess so. I mean, I really didn't think about that part of how they, if she remained anonymous, how they know it's a woman, but... With the letter, there were two attached photographs of what the woman said was an escaped orangutan who had been stealing apples from her back porch for the past three nights. Those, those orangutan. <laughs> the letter was signed, God bless, I prefer, I prefer to remain anonymous. These photographs were found to be taken near the Mayaka River, uh, and the images were later released to the public and... Uh, cryptozoologists and cryptid enthusiasts dubbed the creature the Mayaka skunk ape. Can I see these pictures? Yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, I see. Oh, I've seen these pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yes. I know what you're talking about now. It okay. does. It is just an orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It does look very much like an orangutan, but the... The obvious characteristic of the skunk ape is its terrible odor. Yeah. Uh, the website 
skunkape.info, which if you've got some spare time and want a good laugh, I highly recommend. It says, the smell of the skunk ape has been reported to be similar to rotten eggs or methane, possibly because some say they hide in alligator dens filled with swamp gas and rotting animal carcasses. Others speculate that the smell... <laughs> Others speculate that the smell is because they never bathe. Maybe it's a combination of both. And that's a direct quote. It, they say maybe it's a combination of both. Of skunks and an ape? Of this thing... No, it's a combination of both that he didn't bathe and... Oh, and he lives in alligator poop. Dens. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Does he kill the alligators? I I mean, I don't know. So are they just calling him a skunk ape because he smells bad? I feel like that's that's pretty mean to skunks. Yeah, it's pretty rude. Because skunks don't necessarily... Oh, I thought you were going to say to skunk ape, like... No, to skunks... The skunks don't necessarily smell bad. They only smell bad when they're scared or then they're dead on the on the road. <laughs> I guess that's true, but I mean, but skunks have a certain stigma about them. Yeah, so, I like, understand this, that skunks this are smelly. Loose orangutan that just happens to have an odor. They're like, "Oh, you're the skunk ape. Get out of here, skunk ape." Why don't they just call him the smelly ape? Well, I mean, that was stink ape was also one of them, but I don't think that's much better. I like it better. <laughs> would would you prefer I called him Swamp Cabbage Man? Because that one's also one of my favorites. Yeah, Swamp Cabbage Man. Let's switch to Swamp Cabbage Man. Okay. I'll I'll either remember or try and ADR that in later. Yeah, do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the website <laughs> the website skunkape.info I can't really ADR that one because that's the, actually the name of the website um, it also lists the diet of the skunk ape so it says that they are omnivores but the page tells us that through an analysis of skunk ape's droppings sorry swamp cabbage man's droppings <laughs> we can conclude that it spends most of its time hiding and eating in large shrubberies and eating flightless nestlings from nearby trees. So it eats baby birds? Yeah. This is not the Sasquatch that I know of. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this Sasquatch, the Sasquatch sounds that mean. We, he does. The Sasquatch we know of, like, gets bras on his head and, like, shakes Goofy's car. <laughs> yeah, that's Sasquatch. <laughs> I feel like even the I feel like even the the Slim Jim Sasquatch is nicer than this one. Oh yeah, he's just pull, like he just I mean, doesn't he, he just wants to be left alone. Yeah, and when people pull pranks on him, he gets them back. Yeah, fair is square. Fair is square. It's the saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure some of you <laughs> listeners out there may be thinking about trying to uh, trying to capture the skunk ape. Well, uh, while I don't recommend this, I would say that you may want to think about using something other than yourself as bait. And this website tells us that uh, the you use used... of bait is hi- the use of bait is highly controversial and illegal in national parks and state-owned pr- preserves. Baiting should only take place in private property with the property owner's permission. Excessive baiting. <laughs> over an extended period of time can cause skunk ape to ignore its natural food sources. It is important for these animals to eat a variety of food 
in order to maintain population. Do not excessively bait. All right. <laughs> I have questions. Go for it. First off, what is the bait that you would use? That is actually my next bullet point here. And I, I, the first words of this direct quote from this website is, unmistakably, the best bait available is dry beans. Okay. What do you mean, unmistakably? <laughs> Based on the Goofy movie? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was alphabet soup. Uh, unmistakably dry beans? Why? I don't know. I, I could say, say I could say maybe further. unmistakably apples because that's what originated the the, the, the skunk photos. That's yeah. what she Yeah, that would make sense. Uh it Why dry beans? But it talks about it, Do it monkeys just, like the dry list beans? Is, the list is literally black eyed peas, pinto beans, kidney beans. However, large lima beans are the recommended bait and should be considered your first choice. Wait a second. Are they saying beans because this monkey farts? I <laughs> That is what my first thought was too, <laughs> and that's the only conclusion I can come to. Okay. I, because he's a smelly ape? Second question about the the baiting of of skunk skunk ape. There's there's actually a law in um the Florida preservation whatever conservation area that says that you should not bait for skunk ape. I think it's just a general or is it rule animals in baiting. general. Yeah. I think it's just a general okay. rule for baiting. Okay. Cause I was going to say that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because there is like, I don't mean to offend any Floridians right now, <laughs> but I don't remember if this was something I heard as, as like anecdotal but like i feel like i remember hearing somewhere that like out of all of the 50 states uh florida has the weirdest people and <laughs> like i feel like there was a study but that could be anecdotal <laughs> i mean i've been there a couple times it, it definitely has a very wide variety of types of people but I don't know if I'd say necessarily it has the weirdest. I think that's pretty. Who we who we slamming on, Tyler? Well, no, I, no, I think that's like all within your personal perception of the world. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to list a place. I was hoping you were about to say, "I'm pretty sure that's Oregon." <laughs> Looking at you, Idaho. <laughs> Get your potatoes out of here. I don't think we have any Idaho listeners. I think we're safe. Yeah, I don't think so. They probably don't have uh, uh, internet there. <laughs> I don't think there's anything in Idaho. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Rob, do you have any interest in, in finding the skunk ape? Because I have an invitation for you. Um, Sure, yeah, let's do it. Where are we going? So the creator of the skunk ape research research headquarters and the founder of the website skunk ape skunk ape i can't say the damn words swamp, swamp cabbage, cabbage match <laughs> but it's the name of the website <laughs> <laughs> skunk ape dot info uh dave Sheely has a special announcement to make 
Dave Sheely is making arrangements for five people to go on a skunk ape expedition with him sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Was that, that it's a once was that last year or was it is it this coming year, twenty eighteen? I mean, unfortunately it was two thousand fourteen. Oh it was it was a once in a lifetime excursion in which Dave will invite you to his house to try his home cooked meal of frog legs, fish, etc. His homemade meal <laughs> of frog legs, fish, etc. And go out into the fields. <laughs> go out into the fields uh, and dried try beans. down swamp cabbage man in the Everglades. <laughs> Dave Sheely sounds familiar. Is there someone? You prob- he's been, he had his own reality TV show. From what I can understand, he had his own reality TV show on the Discovery Channel. Okay. I assume that he's been on, he was part of the uh, documentary, whatever it was called, Hunting Bigfoot, or I forget what it was called. But on his, I mean, on his website, he has a whole page that just has 63 links that are just his favorite pages, his favorite articles, some of them about Skunk Ape, Swamp Cabbage Man, some of them about the show Swamp People, some of them about BMX biking, you know, just a bit of everything. Was he on Swamp People? That's, He I looks really so. familiar. I looked him up. Yeah. He looks very familiar. He's. Yeah. I'm sure he's been all over all the cryptid stuff yeah, on he's Discovery definitely Channel. definitely had, had some stuff with that. <laughs> all <Yeah>. right <laughs> so if any of you listeners out there do actually want to uh want to go and try and find skunk ape you can go visit the headquarters which is located at the trail lakes campground on highway 41 in Acopee, florida i think it's ocho p so i have a few listings of sightings here um well i should say sightings and investigations really the only true the only actual sighting that I could find of like this person is linked to this picture was the anonymous woman. Right. However, there are quite a few people out there trying to find uh, Swamp Cabbage Man. So Chris Connor and Mark Barton jump onto mud specked mountain bikes and <laughs> pedal down a dirt road so overgrown with weeds it seems to be forgotten by man. Get ready says Barton, a lanky six-foot, 63-year-old who moves as if he were in his 30s. Last time we did this, I ran right over a water moccasin, Connor says. Connor, a compact 50-year-old with a draw that seems more military than Southern, pedals alongside. He enlisted in the Army at age 17 and served in Bosnia, the Gulf War, and Afghanistan. This area, we're, this area we are nicknamed Creepy Hollow, he says over the rattle of the bikes. And so I suppose I should be going, this area we call <laughs> Creepy Hollow. You have to and talk a in a deep... military accent, too. And there is a deeper in. I can't do it. What is a military <laughs> accent? That's what they just said he had. I understand that. But what is a military accent? <laughs> just yelling yeah. more precisely? Yeah. And there's a deeper area that we call the Thunderdome. <laughs> have they returned to it? <laughs> uh, over the past three years, they have taken 50 rides and hikes into this green swamp. 
or into the green swamp. I guess that's an official title. A 875 square mile protected area that forms a massive uncivilized blob on the map between Orlando and Tampa. They, however, what? that's the Thunderdome. Or no, that's uh, the creepy that's swamp. The green swamp. The green swamp. I'm bad at I think names they, today. <laughs> well, the Creepy Hollow is, I guess that's something that they nicknamed it. Oh, as is the Thunderdome. Got it. Yeah, but that but those two places are inside the Green Swamp. I guess so. Got it. I mean, that's how this article, this official article in the Miami Times, was written. Well, I mean, it's Florida, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it says, they, however, encountered the inexplicable. Last time we were out here, I'm not kidding you, we heard a female, Connor says. <laughs> what do you mean he heard, they heard a female? How do exactly. They keep, how can they tell? <laughs> uh, I, there's only, okay, all right. Here's the thing. There's no, how can you, even, even with, like, some birds it is very hard to tell the difference between a male and a female based on the noises that that they make and that is and most of the time that's based on the patterns of the noise that they make because like a male will make a certain like a longer tone and a female make short shorter tones for yeah yeah, yeah. for birds And these are birds that are known and proven to exist. <laughs> and documented. And documented. Of their actual noises. <laughs> this thing, no one is 100% sure exists. <laughs> exactly, Rob. So, how do they know they heard a female? I, I guess these two... These two good old boys are just going by the pitch that they heard of whatever <laughs> moans and groans they were hearing. So you're telling me is they heard a, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they heard something slightly more seductive sounding. Yeah. <laughs> so Connor and Barton worked together mm, in an I'm IT department. I'm a female skunky. How's it going, Tyler Church? Do you like my musk? <laughs> Do I smell good to you? <laughs> no, I'm not a male skunk ape. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> please, please I, don't. I, 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 it's not fine to me. <laughs> please. All right, sorry. <laughs> well, okay. no, it was fine. <laughs> See you later, Lady Skunk Ape. Bye, cutie. (laughs) That was my Florida accent. (laughs) (laughs) So these two guys worked in the IT department of a nearby company in Lakeland. Or Lakeland. But didn't know each other very well. When Barton's terminally ill wife of 38 passed away, Connor became more than just a co-worker. Mm. Mm-hmm. I said, hey man, you're going to need to stay busy, dude. Just find a big hobby. And that's how it all got started, Connor <laughs> says. 
Barton adds, they wanted to get close. Wait, what? <laughs> they wanted to get close to you. What? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, Barton. Who? They, wa- they who, wanted who to get close they? to you. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I think they're talking about Skunk Ape. The Skunk Apes is... wanted to get close to you? I guess so. They wanted to get close to you. Yes. Okay, so it is about the Skunk Ape. They wanted to get close to you is what we think because they're familiar with us. They have great curiosity. How is that? Re- what do you mean he adds this? How is that adding on to my wife died and then we started this hobby? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's, you know. This man you... is also a public speaker because he is a pastor of a church. <sighs> oh, boy. When <laughs> you um, when you lose a loved one, sometimes it helps to find something that has a great curiosity. That wants to get close to you. <laughs> <laughs> he lost somebody that was very close to him. And he needed to fill that void with somebody that wanted to get close to him. With great curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> Comes great responsibility. <laughs> Spider ape. <laughs> I bet that's real too. We'll search it later. <laughs> Next time on You Monster. <laughs> so as for pop culture the only thing that i could really find of like mainstream pop culture was an episode in season one in 2007 of a show called monster quest and the episode monster was titled quest, monster <laughs> quest that's their theme song is it yeah, i just is there it. any more Monster Quest, Monster Quest. We're going on a quest for monsters. Monster you Quest. Went, you went slightly cookie monster there at the end. No, that wasn't cookie monster. This is cookie monster. All right, now do Monster Quest again. Monster Quest, Monster Quest. I'm not hearing any differences, Robbo. <laughs> All right. So this episode was titled Swamp Beast and was all about the Swamp Cabbage Man. The other pop culture that I was able to find, if you can call it pop culture. uh, Harry and the Hendersons. I mean, that. I'm talking specifically about the Stink Ape. Oh, about the Skunk Ape. Okay, never mind. Yes. So, but yes, there's tons of pop culture with Bigfoot in it. Right. But this next one, I don't know if you necessarily call pop culture, but it was a short film directed by Matt Brookins called Skunk Ape. Does it have a question mark and an exclamation it has, point? It, ha- it says Skunk Ape, exclamation point, question mark. <laughs> Not usually the orientation I see those two in. <laughs> they wanted to let you know that they were exclaiming it a question. And questioning it. <laughs> So, if you don't mind, I'd like to give you a bit of a synopsis of this film. Okay. And and if you're interested, anybody, you can find it on YouTube. It's about 30 minutes, and it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so, the movie opens in the forest in the middle of the Everglades in some abandoned building. 
I don't know how many abandoned buildings are in the middle of the park, the, the Everglades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's loud punk music playing. We see a three-piece punk band jamming and a nerd in a sweater vest filming them. Nice. They finish playing this song. And nerd the first... dies first. Well, I guess you'll find out. <laughs> they finish playing this song, and the first words of the film that are spoken that are, all right, that was the fucking song. Once that ends, we go right into the shitting song, and then we go into the shit fucking song. So then a little bit of exposition leads us to whoever introduce... Whoever wrote those lines has their finger on the pulse of punk rock music. <laughs> they absolutely do. <laughs> you know, the Ramones, they were really into scat songs, and I don't mean the ones that are... <laughs> so a bit of exposition leads us to learn of the first character's name who is named Pig. 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 I'm going to remember Pig. This is because the female bassist of the band for her asks for her un, her quote-unquote prescription to be filled. Pig tosses her a Ziploc bag full of what appears to be Meth. softener salt. Hmm. And it has, <laughs> it has masking tape on it, in which in big Sharpie is just written, Crack! Exclamation point. <laughs> So the scene goes on, and we meet the other three characters by name. (laughs) The aforementioned bassist, who is named Skank, the ever-so-punk lead singer named Scab, and the nerd-slash-documenter of the band Charles. Charles. Scab, Charles, Pig, and what was the last one? Uh, Scab, Charles, uh, Pig, and Skank. Skank, got it. So an old man shows up in the scene and tells them they should stop playing their music because the skunk ape doesn't like it. Suddenly, he vanishes, and of course, the building's lights go out, and skunk ape smashes a window. And, wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this happened all in an instant like that? No. Old man so shows he, up, says, old man don't shows play up. your music so loud. No, he disappears. I'm Lights there. go He out. says, "You guys should probably not be playing that music around here. Uh, certain certain things around these parts don't like it." And I believe, I believe, uh, Scab is like, "You can't handle our music, old man." <laughs> <laughs> All right. And he says, "I couldn't give a damn about your music, but the skunk ape, he does." And then, bum, bum. like they <gasps> kind. They kind of all are like, yeah, fuck the skunk ape. And then suddenly the man's gone. <laughs> and then a bunch of like a bunch of quote unquote special effects happen. Some wind blows this lights around and then the lights go out. And then uh, there, it goes into some night vision mode on the camera. Oh, and good. then the swamp cabbage man smashes a window and pig exclaims, fuck this pig is leave. They book it to their van, and uh, they get the fuck out of there. To where, you may ask, Robbo? Well, of course, they're going back home to Chicago, Illinois. Oh, good. Wait, what? What? (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah. Were they playing a concert to Charles? This band 
this band has they couldn't find an abandoned, in the Everglades, and then they drive back Chicago? to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we need to shoot a music video. It's got to be in an abandoned building. It's also got to be wet, muggy, full of alligators and mosquitoes. What? <laughs> what? I, I don't know. There's not explanation of this. Once they're in the van, we get some ridiculous cutscenes of people explaining what the skunk ape is, which are pretty comical. Uh, there's just there's a scene of this dude. I think he's scr- cooking scrambled eggs in his kitchen, and he's just got this very clearly temporary tattoo of a dragon on his like <laughs> beer belly <laughs> but it's not like a good beer belly like i think this dude's actually skinny but he's just puffing out his stomach really big they're There's like we need a those... fat dude puff out your yeah. stomach man <laughs> it's hard so... to talk like this <laughs> <laughs> we have a few of those scenes and then we're back in the van um, we pan out to see the van driving down the highway towards the Chicago skyline, fast approaching, and dun, dun, dun! Skunk Ape has been hitching a ride in the back of the van all the way from Florida. This is a real Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, this van looks like a piece of shit, but the gas mileage must be amazing. Because, like, they didn't notice him, so I assume that they didn't stop for gas. What kind right? of... Right? I mean... Was it like a panel van? Like, did it It's have like a like mystery a... machine type van. Okay. I, or... I can't remember what's in the side of it, though. Well, probably some sort of warrior. <laughs> uh, no, no, it it just has spray painted letters. The only, I, I don't remember the, what the word said. I just remember the anarchy sign. It just said shat. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> With the anarchy as the A. So we fast forward a little bit and see Charles talking to Pig, who is currently shooting up heroin into his foot. He gets hungry and orders a pizza and goes full cookie he's monster gotta, on that pie. He's got to hide the track marks. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly, whap! Something hits the window. Pig opens the window and examines what it is. He brings his hand back inside and he smells it. Poop! And then... <laughs> I was expecting more of a reaction out of there. He says, "Not even there, Rob." He just he smells it, goes <laughs> poop. <laughs> I was just confused. I'm so I'm sorry. It's really hard to follow the plot line. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. So we get a knock, knock, knock at the door, and guess who? It's the ape with the poo. Uh, he he knocks on the door after throwing shit at their window? Yep. Oh, good. Pig suddenly <laughs> produces a broadsword from his studded leather, <laughs> studded leather jacket and answers the door. I, the sword doesn't do him much good. I, I, when you said broadsword, <laughs> my face scrunched up. I shook my head back and forth. Hands went, hands went palms up. <laughs> So no more pizza for pig unless there's pizza in the afterlife with I, which I hope so because pig is unfortunately murdered there's a bunch of different scenes of 
pig fighting the skunk ape, which you don't actually see. You just see him running around the apartment with the broadsword, and then a scene of him, his bloody hands being dragged across the bathroom tiles. Oh, gosh. So I don't the, under- <laughs> the literal next scene is Scab and Skank waiting for Pig because they're about to start a gig. Since he isn't there, Skank introduces the new pig, DJ Legomania. His real name is Legomania? DJ Legomania is how she introduces him. Perfect. So, they, and it it goes right from that to them performing, and she comes out and does a ridiculous Britney Spears-esque song, and (laughs) there's a surprise guest, and he ain't there to monkey around. Uh, a man's head gets slapped off hey, and Scab hey, and Charles escape. People say we're monkeys. <laughs> there was the monkeys. It, it was. It, well, it was one monkey. Oh. Well, he's technically an ape. Doesn't have a tail. <laughs> a man's head gets slapped <laughs> off and Scab and Charles escape into some dude's truck. Fast forward, they're driving with this dude trying the the swamp cabbage man's chasing them, and they somehow get rid of him, and then they get stopped by uh not even like the cement barriers that they put up on roads, but just like the road closed, the wood signs, and they get stopped by that. They don't just blow through them, they get they, stopped. They're okay. So skank DJ Legomania. I assume that they're dead. Oh, they're dead. Who's who's yeah. escaping? Uh, Scab, the lead singer, and Charles, Charles. the nerd. Okay. They th- The people who are punk rockers stop at Sorry. the roadblock? Yes. <laughs> I, that's and the... the dude is some sort of record executive that was at the concert. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so they... They get stopped, and I. there's no concept for this whatsoever, but uh, Scab is just like, I need to find my harpoon. Which, Why do they have so many weapons? Who has a harpoon? I, Who has, I mean, I know people have well, broadswords. The, the, but... <laughs> the more ridiculous thing about the harpoon, Rob, is when he goes and says, I got to find my harpoon, he literally means I got to find it because it's just next to one of Chicago's many bridges. It's just leaning up against it. What? Yeah. It's just, he, he's, it shows a bunch of scenes of him just running through Chicago. (gasps) And then he just rounds this corner around this big cement pedestal. And suddenly there's a harpoon right there. Yeah. That's where he left (laughs) it. Jesus. <laughs> That's where he left it before he went to Florida and nobody Florida. touched it. No one touched it. Man. So he finds his harpoon and he has a showdown on the bridge with the skunk ape. He Question. stabs the skunk. Question. Yes. Before, before we do it, before you tell me, how many shots did this harpoon have? How many times did he shoot the harpoon? Oh, it's, it's not a harpoon gun. Oh, it's just a spear. Got it. Okay. It's it, it's just the actual spear. <laughs> okay. okay. But he calls it a harpoon. That's what he needed to kill the ape. Yeah. <laughs> His harpoon spear. So <sighs> he has a showdown and he stabs the skunk ape, but he's ultimately defeated by the skunk ape. 
when he's thrown into the water below the bridge. And I don't believe it was mentioned anywhere prior in the movie, but Scab can't swim. <laughs> Be- because as he's shouting da- as he's falling down, he's shouting, I can't swim. That and- see, that makes sense that we don't know because um that would if they told us he couldn't swim, that would be foreshadowing and that would be a plot device. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, you're right. This good on Mike Brookins. That's some good directing and script writing there, bud. But the part that we, that you don't really hear about or that I didn't really tell you about is uh, Charles is there kind of filming this whole encounter. You get a good little Question. bit of him. Yeah. Are some of the shots of the movie from Charles's perspective, was he actually the... F- cameraman for the movie i don't think so okay no because i mean there's no scenes of him like turning around the camera to go to his face or anything okay i was just wondering if maybe it would it had like a mix of like shaky cam bullshit in there (laughs) no uh i to go back a little bit uh he has a daydream when they're back in florida in that abandoned warehouse and he has this daydream of him dressed up as this like 70s producer like he's got some big big coke can orange elton john (laughs) sunglasses on and (laughs) he's got a ridiculous shirt on and he's talking about this band and that's when he like talks about who the band members are <laughs> to actually introduce them. Was that the end of the movie? I'm sorry. No. Okay. No. Go, go ahead. Finish so, the movie. So as after we get this little scene of uh Scaff being thrown over and Charles inevitably yelling, No Skunk Ape hails a cab. <laughs> and <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. It turned the camera pans to Skunk Ape's face. A hand comes to the top of of Skunk Ape's head. He pulls off a mask and it's the old man. (laughs) Nope, no Scooby-Doo-ness going around here. (laughs) So he hails a cab. Skunk Ape gets in. And that's about that for... That part of Skunk Ape. How did Skunk then, Ape pay for the cab? That's a damn good question. <laughs> how how does Skunk Ape tell them where he wanted to go? Exactly. Because, I mean, spoiler alert, later on, we, I mean, like the next scene is the end of the movie, but we see him back in Florida. So he had to tell him how to get to Florida at, somehow. Was it actually Florida? Do you think it was actually Florida? Because the way it sounds like to me is they were in Chicago and they wanted to make a. a... Are you asking? Are you asking me? Do I think it was filmed in Florida, or yeah. do I think the movie was in Florida? Do you think? Do you think that they actually filmed it in Florida? I don't think that they filmed it in Florida, but the beginning of the movie does specifically say that it's in the Everglades. Okay, but it doesn't look like Florida. I mean, it looked like a forest. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't the Everglades. I don't think. Probably not. <laughs> so the the next little bit is the 
record producer approaches Charles and says he'd like to hire him to work for VH1. I don't know how this record <laughs> producer has that pull, but Charles says, no, I've got a different documentary I want to do. And the last scene, Rob. Wait, why, is, why would he want to hire Charles? I Had he seen his work? No, they just both no. ran from the monkey together. I mean, that kind of stuff brings you together. Makes you trust people. I guess, but... So the last scene of the movie is we see Charles getting set up with this camera. And he is out back in Florida. And he's getting some footage of the Swamp Cabbage Man. <laughs> the Swamp Cabbage Man is hidden behind a little bit of, like, a little bit of weeds. And, like, probably down in some sort of little ravine. And Just jerking it. What? That's and the then we get the title scene. card, the <laughs> end. <laughs> okay, here's my biggest question about the whole movie. Was was Swamp Cabbage Man a man in a costume, or was it like some sort of bad special effects? It was just a gorilla costume. Okay. <laughs> so it no, was like it no, didn't even look I, like Bigfoot. It was just a gorilla costume. Yeah, I would say there was... This was absolutely a rental gorilla costume, too, because they did nothing to it to make him look gross. <laughs> it was just a, a clean, rented gorilla costume. <laughs> Perfect. Like it. Yeah. This movie, so this movie was probably some, like, film student's, like, <laughs> final project. <laughs> I mean, I subscribe to this dude on YouTube, like... <laughs> He's got a couple more videos. I don't remember what I watched. Should I watched we, something should we link short it? right should after Should we that. link it and have... Yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> link his his YouTube page in the description. All right. But, I, Rob, I think that's all I've got for Swamp Cabbage Man. Do you have anything... Do you have any questions or anything I like think, that? I don't think I have any questions, but I do have a story, and it goes back to the Harry and the Hendersons a little bit. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> They're... So this is a fan fiction erotica. Oh, so we need a, we need a theme song here. It's a boo balls. So <laughs> um, I'm not gonna sing a uh, <laughs> sing a song because I don't do, want do, do, do. boo balls, boo balls, boo balls, boo balls. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> there we go. It's gonna get wet. <laughs> this story is called Night of the Sasquatch. By primate <laughs> underscore house. Copyright. <laughs> primate underscore house? House. I'm thinking that for the username on here, they couldn't put a space. So they just have an underscore. So it's just primate house. But I put I said the underscore. Now, I can't decide if I'm picturing... Well, I can't decide if I think that monkey house was taken... Or if they were going for Monkey Hugh Laurie. Mm, the latter. Uh, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. Because also, if the word is primate, right? Uh. <laughs> it's not primate. Primate? Primate? Mm, primate. With a T? Yeah. Okay, then I'm thinking of the Pokemon. Sorry. You indeed are. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I thought that maybe that they were um, trying to, because I mean, it's a it's an erotica, so I'm just saying, thinking primate, primate, kind of sounds. Eh. I mean, it's also the archbishop of a province. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the night of the Sasquatch. So this is night of the Sasquatch. This follows a young college undergrad. Uh, named Kate Garland, and she is obsessed with Bigfoot. Now, okay. now, Kate here has has been going to. She's she's researching. She's part of the research of her college or whatever. And lately, there's been a good amount of sightings of Bigfoot in the uh, BC area, British Columbia area of Canada. In here, she says that somehow her school got a grant to allow a small a, a, a team to go and try to hunt for Bigfoot. Now, when Kate heard about this, she had to be a part of it. Well, of course. She was actually... How could the... you not? <laughs> yeah. She also was the only person... <laughs> <laughs> that wanted to be a part of it. So I guess you could not. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> but she had uh, turned in a bunch of papers that she had done on the on on the Sasquatch and talking about all the scientific blah 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 stuff so that she could get that role. Because I guess she was, she didn't think that she was the only one. Whatever it was. They accepted her for doing the project. And the college then paid for a small cottage deep in a remote valley in the Cascadian Mountains, wherever that is. I'm assuming Canada somewhere. Um, <laughs> but she it, earlier in the, in the story, she kind of explains how she always was uh, interested in Bigfoot, blah, blah, blah. The rest of the story is her trip on the thing. So she gets to the cabin and she's searching around. She finds a a footprint that's 14 inches long. So it says, actually, here's the quote from it. it says, As she got closer, it was definitely a humanoid footprint. Distinct and very fresh. But also, and this was the exciting part, about 14 inches long. The thing that I found wow, wow, weird wee, about wow. this statement is that that whole thing that I just read was one paragraph. <laughs> like, they wanted to let you know that this <laughs> is one singular thought. <laughs> and it is, uh, based on okay. punctuation, two sentences. <laughs> Good. So, after the day of exploring whatever, she finally got to the cabin. And uh, she was like, oh, I just wanted to take... A long hot bath. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, uh, she takes the bath and then she's just like, well, she was like, I want to look at the sky or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, well, I guess since no one's out here, I don't actually have to get dressed. <laughs> and this is logical. And this is where it explains what Kate actually looks like. <laughs> it says fresh out of the tub. Kate Garland was truly stunning. She was a tall girl, curvaceous, wide-hipped and busty, 
With long brown hair, she wore in neat bangs, framing a wide, clear-skinned face, bright green eyes, a pretty nose, and a wide, heart-melting smile with the cutest dimples you could imagine. (laughs) (laughs) And here's where it gets weird. (laughs) All right. So right at the moment, she, like, steps outside and just standing out there in just a towel. She was wearing a towel at this point. Um, But other than that, it was just a towel. She actually sees Bigfoot standing in a clearing about 150 feet away from her cabin. And it scares her so much that the towel falls off. But in that... How... How did... I... This is nighttime, yeah? Well, it was like it was like the twilight hour. <laughs> the magic <Okay>. hour. <laughs> it's the golden hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, like her inner monologue in the story was just like, "Oh, I don't have my phone on me. I can't take a picture of it." And then <laughs> and then uh in her head she go she was like, "Oh, well, and it said something like uh since she saw Bigfoot in real life. She noticed something about him that none of the pictures that that she has seen has shown. And then she says out loud, "Wow, Bigfoot is hung like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big cock." And then here's here's a quote from from the from the story. Okay. Kate felt strangely uncomfortable, even acknowledging that she had seen his enormous dick, but in <laughs> but in the moment found it strangely erotic. Spelled wrong, which I think you probably should get that right, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would think so. You're on a website called the Literotica. <laughs> found it strangely erotic. A half-forgotten fantasy from her youth resurfaced. An aspect of her lifelong fascination with the Sasquatch. She thought she outgrown. Some girls have their sexual awakening as a result of David Bowie's pants in Labyrinth. Kate had hers while watching Harry in the Hendersons. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. i don't like being on the receiving end of these (laughs) oh boy anyway i feel like i'm going to skip a little bit about some of the details of this next section because it is quite graphic (laughs) um anyway she follows the bigfoot after this and because the Bigfoot had run off, so she was went chasing after him, still nude, in the <laughs> in the forest in Canada. So she's probably cold. I don't know what the temperature is like in in British Columbia, but I bet it's cold. Why? <laughs> Why would she do this? She didn't want to lose her opportunity to see to do what to see the Bigfoot. To meet the big Well, she already saw him. She saw him well enough to know that he was hung like a champ. So, 
what more did she need to see? No, this is purely so she can go get it down with Bigfoot. You are correct, Tyler. Because <laughs> she said some stuff like that. She found itself found herself not being able to control her actions as she gets closer to the Bigfoot and she she meets him in the clearing and and she puts out her hands to let him know that she's not going to hurt him or anything like that and the Bigfoot comes closer and yeah this girl's going to hurt Bigfoot yeah Bigfoot comes closer and Bigfoot puts a hand on her shoulder and she puts a hand on his and even though it's like way up high and then yeah I was going to say he's probably like 7 feet tall and then in that moment like Bigfoot puts his hand over her breasts but like here's something that he puts it over her breast and then she says oh you understand consent (laughs) (laughs) good for you bigfoot like a true we're not laughing at the idea of consent but we're laughing at not at all, but (laughs) (laughs) laughing at the fact that in monster erotica it is acknowledged (laughs) and Bigfoot understands it (laughs) so she grabs his hand and brings it closer to her chest (laughs) so wait, so wait a second he was just hover, he had his hands hovering over her he just wanted to know if it was okay if he touched her there i mean yeah i guess that's i guess that's consent but like (laughs) that's just like i want to touch oh wait and then he just stares at her you gonna say it's okay or not (laughs) bitch i don't speak english tell me um god from there all from there on out we get into the more graphic tellings of of them banging um she says that it goes on for like three hours well done bigfoot which yeah well done bigfoot but also more well done kate because (laughs) that's a long fucking time yeah yeah, that's true (laughs) this was a she said it was like 11 inch (laughs) (laughs) i mean so so what you're saying is Bigfoot ain't st- still ga- ain't got nothing on Ron Jeremy. Right. <laughs> the hedgehog still rules. <laughs> <sighs> After it was over, she lays on the ground and she can't move. I would think so. She can't move. She's just exhausted, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. Jelly legs. And, and Bigfoot, I think, she's like, I think Bigfoot could tell that I couldn't move. So he carried me back to my cabin. And then... Okay. And then she was like, this was only the first day. I still have a whole week in this cabin with my new lover. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> and then before she went to bed... Lady, I don't think you can take more days. Before she went to bed, for science, she said, Oh, I found a few hairs on my back from him. And I... uh Uh, I should use this. I'm going to use the quote. Yes, absolutely. Please do. Kate was having trouble keeping her eyes open, but she knew 
there were a few things she had to do before going to sleep. She found a few of the creature's hairs on her back and around her nethers, which she carefully placed in a collecting envelope. And she stuck a finger into her vagina, <laughs> scooping out a blob of sperm. It felt much heavier and stickier than a man, she thought, and gave it a little lick. Hmm, not bad, she said to herself, but we need this come for science. She scraped it off her finger into a collecting jar and put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> no, 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 no. That wasn't the direct quote. Tell me it was she just took the hair and just put it in the envelope nope, that and was forgot the, it at the cabin. That was the direct quote. <laughs> She also had a little bit of things where she was worried that maybe Bigfoot got her pregnant <laughs> and stuff like that. But uh, speaking of Rob, <laughs> there is so much yes. Bigfoot erotica. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Most specifically, when we figured out we were doing Bigfoot, uh, I found a ten book series of <laughs> just a series called. Bigfoot knocked me up. <laughs> Ten books. Ten fucking books. Yeah. And I actually have my Google search open right now of this still. And, uh, I mean, Google, first of all, Google made me laugh because I just searched Bigfoot erotica in that images. One of my first ten images is just a book called Pet Goats and Pap Smears. <laughs> <laughs> well... But there is so much of this shit. Your Google probably hates you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If, if if there is someone personally monitoring my internet, my life, I mean, I mean, I know there is because I'm living the Truman Show. But if there is someone monitoring my internet search history, I am truly sorry, sir. <laughs> Just for the shit you have to deal with. Because Tyler's freaky. <laughs> well, not even just I'm freaky, but I, like, settle so many different arguments between you and Thomas at work. Because we get into arguments, and then it gets to the point, I'm like, we, we carry around fucking computers in our pockets. I will solve this. But it's usually about something ridiculous. So i just like to apologize, sir or madam. I am sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, a night with Sasquatch. I think I'm ready to end my night with Sasquatch. Me too. Well, that's our show. We'd like to thank Ben Briggs for the use of our theme song, Haunted Swamp, at the beginning and end of our show. Ben Diaz for our album artwork. We'd like you to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow our facebook page at you monster podcast podcast on facebook and our twitter at you monster cast yeah <laughs> you can follow our personal accounts i'm at the rob bullock and i'm at tyler underscore church and that's our show time you could have spent you forgot a part again <laughs> We've got over this. It doesn't make sense if you just say time, Rob. Well, you made it. (laughs) (laughs) 
You spent mm-hmm. all this time with us, guys. And it's time that you could have spent, spent whatever Rob says. And you could have spent searching for Cabbage Swamp Man. You That's monster. Right. Poop.